Christ is risen from the dead, by death he conquered death, and of those in the graves he granted life. Christ is risen from the dead, by death he conquered death, and of those in the graves he granted life. Christ is risen from the dead, by death he conquered death, and of those in the graves he granted life. Lord, you open my lips, my mouth shall declare your praise. Blessed be the kingdom of the Father, and of the Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Christos Vosphras, Christ is risen. Christos Vosphras, Christ is risen from the dead, trampling death by death, and to those in the tombs, giving life. is risen from the dead, trampling death by death. In peace let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from one eye and for the salvation of our souls let us pray to the Lord. For peace throughout the world, for the well-being, God's holy church, for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy church and for all, and through the faith, reverence, and fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. For our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, let us pray to the Lord. For his beatitude, our patriarchs, we have to slow for most very much Paul to Lawrence, for our Bishop Michael. For the reverend priest of the diaconate Christ, all the clergy of the people, let us pray to the Lord. For our nation under God, for our government, for all those military, let us pray to the Lord. For this town of goody, for every city and country, and for the faithful living them, let us pray to the Lord. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. For the seafarers and travelers, for the sick and the suffering, for those who are captive, for their salvation, let us pray to the Lord. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering our most holy, to mark the most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints, let us commend ourselves to one another and our whole life to Christ our God. For all glory, honor, and worship befit you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering your most holy and immaculate, the most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints, let us commend ourselves to one another 
and our whole life to Christ our God. For you are God, a loving God, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. For you are God, our holy, and we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Peace be with all wisdom, let us be attentive. These men are agitators, 
after receiving many lashes, they had thrown into prison, and the jailer was given instructions to guard them well. Upon receipt of the instructions, he put them into maximum security, going so far as to change their feet and to the state. About midnight, when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as their fellow prisoners listened, a severe earthquake suddenly shook their cell, place, rocking the prison to its foundation. Immediately all the doors were open, and everyone chained for full loose. The jailer woke up to see the prisoner gates wide open. Thinking that the prisoners had escaped, he drew his sword to kill himself. A fall shot of him, Do not harm yourself. You are still here. The jailer, for a light, then rushed into the cell, trembling at his feet. A fall and silence. After a brief interval, he led them all to death. Men, what must I do to be saved? Their answer was, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, and all your household. They proceeded to announce the word of God to him and to everyone in the house. At that late hour of the night, he took them in and bathed their wounds. Then, he, then his whole household were baptized. He led them up into the house, spread a table before them, and joyfully celebrated with his whole family and his newfound faith in God. Peace be with you, wisdom, let us be attentive. Stand right, let us listen to the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to the Evangelist John. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory be to you. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus saw matter of his life. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, was it his sin or that of his parents that caused him to be born blind? Neither answered Jesus, there was no sin either of this matter or of his parents. Rather, it was to let God's work show forth in him. We must do the deeds of him who sent me while it is day. The night comes on and no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. With that, Jesus spat on the ground, made mud with his saliva, and smeared the man's eyes with the mud. Then he told him to go wash in the pool of Siloam. This name means one who has been sent. So the man went off and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and the people had been accustomed to see him begging again to ask, Isn't this the fellow who used to sit in bed? Some were claiming it was he, others retained it was not for someone who looked like him. The man himself said, I am the one. They said to him then, How were your eyes open? He answered, That man they called Jesus made mud and smeared it on my eyes, telling me to go to Siloam and wash. When I did go and wash, I was able to see. Where is he? they asked. He replied, I have no idea. Next they took the man who had been born blind to the Pharisees. Know that it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made them that face and opened his eyes. The Pharisees in turn began to inquire how he had recovered his sight. He told them he put mud on my eyes and washed it off, and now I see. This prompted some of the Pharisees to assert, This man cannot be from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Others objected that the man is a sinner. How can he perform signs like these? They were sharply divided over him. Then they addressed the blind man again, 
since it was your eyes he opened, what do you have to say about him? He is a prophet, he replied. The Jews refused to believe that they had really been born blind and began to see, until they summoned the parents of this man who now could see. Is this your son, they asked? And if so, do you attest to them he was blind at birth? How do you account for the fact that now he can see? The parents answered, We know this is our son, and we know he was blind at birth. But how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, we have no idea, ask him. He is old enough to speak for himself. His parents answered in this fashion because they were afraid of the Jews, who had already agreed among themselves that anyone who acknowledged Jesus as the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said he is of age, ask him. A second time they summoned the man who had been born blind and said to him, Give glory to God. First of all, we know this man is a sinner. I do not know whether he is a sinner or not, he answered. I know this much I was blind before, now I can see. They persisted. Just what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? I have told you once, but you would not listen to me, he answered them. Why do you want to hear it all over again? Do not tell me you want to become his disciples too. They retorted scornfully. You are the one who is a man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we have no idea where this man comes from. He came back at them. Well, this is news. You do not know where he comes from. Yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not hear sinners, but rather someone is devout on the basis while he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone already gave sight to a person blind from birth. If this man were not from God, he could never have done such a thing. What? they exclaimed. You are steeped in sin from your birth, and you are giving us lectures. With that, they threw him out bodily. When Jesus heard of his expulsion, he sought him out and asked him, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? You have seen him, Jesus replied. He is speaking to you now. I do believe, Lord, he said, and bow down to worship him. Glory be to you, Lord. Glory be to you. <clears throat> gifts given to us 
so that the equity can continue to provide services that will be a benefit to the faithful of the equity. So you got your Ecarpio uh, appeal package. The goal for the entire equity during this appeal is $250,000. And basically what they do is they break down by parishes and they would hope that every family and every parish could uh, support the appeal with $110. So $110 per parish family. So that's what they're asking for uh, for the appeal. And then in the previous weeks, we talked about the different programs that uh, the appeal supports. The first week, they talked about the Ukrainian Catholic Religious Education Center, a part of faith formation program that is under the direction of the Sister Servants of Mary Immaculate. This program teaches participants about the sources of Christian faith, offers insights into how to live a Christian life through five basic stages of Christian conversion, scripture, spirituality, liturgy, theology, and ministry. As graduates deepen the relationships with Jesus and others, they are invited to participate in the pastoral ministries within their own parishes and within the epochy. The alumni serve as catechists, cantors, Eucharistic ministers, hospital visitors, and parish and youth workers. Okay, so that was the first week's message. The second week, um, they talked about the Apartheid Communications Office. To have a vibrant parish and a vibrant epoch, the communication and interactive relationship between equity and the parishes must be maintained. The objective of the communications office is to establish a more effective yet efficient communication line between the chancery office, the parishes, and the faithful of the equity. As expressed by the Apartheid Communication Coordinator, we are all called upon to preach the gospel in our daily lives, but not all of us are equipped to do so. The communications office can assist individuals with the resources, information, and inspiration they need to meet life's challenges through the lens of the Ukrainian faith, as well as maintain effective communication channels between the epoch and our parishes through the website and social media. Uh, that they ask you that if you haven't given your gift yet, you can make a monthly pledge even over a 12-month period, okay? And there's a website, www.ucfsas.org, that you can get more information. Then a couple, or last week, or two weeks ago, I think we talked about St. Matthew Clergy Society. One of the elements uh, of service to the faithful and equity is the sanctification aspect provided by the clergy of the equity. Without the clergy, we have no epoche. We have no Ukrainian Catholic Church. The faithful of the epoche have a responsibility to ensure the welfare of our clergy is accommodated in accordance with the Code of Canon Law, which requires epochies to ensure social security measures for its epoche. The St. Matthew Clergy Society was established to provide clergy a supplemental provincial plan for health and dental benefits, life insurance, and funds for retirement. Increased costs over the years have caused financial strain on the end of the society. The society needs to be sure that the program has sufficient funds to ensure that it can provide the desired benefits for the clergy of equity on an ongoing basis. So that was the last week's message, and this week, I think this is this week, uh, we talked about the Bishop Roborecki Foundation. The Bishop Roborecki Foundation was established in 1982 to offer financial support for the education of seminarians and clergy within our equity. By supporting the Bishop Roborecki Foundation through the annual Orkville Appeal, you are investing in the future of our equity by educating new priests to take over from those who have served us faithfully for many decades 
and now approach a well-deserved retirement. Of course, if you have not yet made your pledge, we humbly and respectfully please ask you to consider making a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. As a reminder, your donation to the appeal has the potential to help our parishes financially as well. If your parish exceeds the funds raised over our goal, the Foundation will rebate 75% of the excess amount back to the parish. Okay, so that was this week, and I might as well say next week, because I'm not going to be here. So I might as well do one more. And next week, we are talking about the Chancery Office. Over the past number of years, the equity sources of revenue have either decreased or been completely eliminated. The amount of hydrodratican revenue, which is based on Sunday collections of parish churches, has decreased because membership of Africa has been steadily decreasing over the years, which has resulted in lower attendance at Sunday liturgies. In addition, the post-COVID attendance level of the churches of Africa has not come back to the pre-COVID levels. The grant funding of Africa enjoyed in previous years from various organizations, such as Catholic missions in Canada, has also been reduced. The Epiki has been served notice that future grant funds may not be available. Therefore, the Epiki must now seek other sources of revenue to ensure the continuation of essential programs and services, such as the Covenant of Care program, management of archival archives, managing the inventory of sacred items, and much more. Donations to the annual Parkfield Appeal is one way the faithful of the Epiki can help. Please be assured that your generous support of the annual Parkville Appeal creates a legacy for our collective future and will bear untold fruit as we continue to work God's, to grow God's kingdom here on earth. Your gift to the annual Parkville Appeal will help continue to ensure that vital programs and services can be delivered. So, uh, thank you for being patient with that. Now you know about the Parkville Appeal. As I said, they want, uh, they were told that every family in Epiki would donate $110. Or any amount, of course, is, uh, you know, they, they, anything you can give, they would be appreciative of that. So that's that. Okay. <laughs> now, the second thing I'm going to announce is probably more interesting to you. Um, this came from Most Reverend Lawrence Rousselot, who is the Metropolitan of Canada, the Canadian Catholic Church. Also now, because we have no bishop in Saskatchewan, he is our Apostolic Administrator of the Epiphany of Saskatoon. Effective August 1st, 2023, the Epiphany will realign the boundaries of its pastoral districts to facilitate the redistribution of pastoral assignments among the clergy in an effort to better serve the needs of the faithful. The old Ituna Winyard District will cease to exist. Winyard District will become a standalone district, and Ituna District parishes will be added to the newly created Yorkton Ituna District. So I am appointed administrator of the newly created Yorkton and Ituna district, effective August 1st, 2023. And I have all the faculty's um, duties, rights, and privileges according to our administrator, according to the C uh, canon law. The appointment is in effect until my revocation or revocation for my successor. As administrator of the Yorkton Ituna district, I have the responsibility for the parishes, missions, and cemeteries described in the attached schedule. I will be getting an assistant priest. Deacon Ivan Simcoe will be appointed as my assistant within the Yorkton Ituna district. He is expected to be ordained to the priesthood this summer prior to August 1st, 2023. So the parish in Yorkton has been tasked with the responsibility of arranging housing for me and Deacon Simple's family in the city of Yorkton. So 
basically what this means, you will still be served uh, by Mal uh, Tuna, not by Tuna anymore, you will be served by Yorkton. I will be moving to Yorkton August 1st. Uh, probably I will have Deaton Simcoe, Father Simcoe, uh, do your services after, in, after August because I'll be so busy in Yorkton and uh, he's going to be my assistant so he's going to go to all the other outlying areas including my tune-up and I might see you once a year because I'll be so busy so uh, you know he'll be doing your still have services I'm still going to make the schedule like I've always done but he probably will most likely be doing your services because of my other tasks that I'll have to be doing okay so Things won't change much more for you, except you probably have to pay more for mileage. <laughs> uh, that's about it, but you'll still get once a month. I'll still try to get you uh, as close as possible to, you know, major feast days and Easter and Christmas and all that stuff. But it's going to be a little bit more challenging now. Uh, but you will still get once a month service, okay? Uh, I'm still going to be with you till the end of July. So I'm still serving you as much as possible. I still have Melville. I will be keeping Melville. Uh, so I probably will be doing Melville as long as Yorkton. And then Father Simcoe, when he gets a game, will be doing the other parishes. Okay? Um, other than that, um, it's going to be a, quite a change for me, for my family, and for Father Simcoe. We're going to be book two married priests living in Yorkton. It's going to be a change for them. And it's going to be uh, interesting, let's just put it that way. But it has to be done because the redemptionists are moving. So uh, we are the only priests in this area that can do it. So thank you for listening to all the information. And I can probably be in my own way. Near the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christos was Christ is risen. There are these two men, Jim and John, who were walking their dogs when they passed by a restaurant. Let's go in and get something to eat, Jim suggested. Well, we can't, responded John. Don't you see the sign that says no pets allowed? Oh, that sign, said Jim. Don't worry about that. And taking out a pair of sunglasses, he walked up to the door. As he tried walking to the restaurant, he got stopped at the door. Sorry, the owner said, no pets allowed. Can't you see, said Jim, I'm blind. This is my seeing eye, though. But it's a Doberman pitcher. Who uses a Doberman pitcher as a seeing eye, though? The man asked. Whoa, Jim responded. You must not have heard. This is the latest type of seeing eye dog. They do a very good job. See that it worked. John tried walking in with his chihuahua. Even though he could open his mouth. Even before he could open his mouth, the doorman said, Don't tell me that a chihuahua is the latest type of seeing eye dog. Thinking quickly, John responded in an angry voice, You mean they gave me a chihuahua? <laughs> My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today on this Sunday we read the gospel of the man born blind. There is one particular quote in this gospel story today that I want to reflect upon, and it goes like this. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, was it ought his sin? or that of his parents that caused them to be born blind. Let us think about this quote from today's Gospel story today. I think that it is just our fallen human nature where we always try to blame other people for the bad things that are happening in this world. During the COVID pandemic these last few years, we always want to blame certain people for passing this virus to others. The media was very adamant to criticize those who did not wear masks, 
who do not social distance, who do not follow the government regulations, who didn't want to get vaccinated. Don't get me wrong. I think it was important for all of us to protect those who are vulnerable in our society and to make sure we help each other in any way get through the pandemic. However, making scapegoats, demonizing those people who made poor choices or decisions in their lives is not showing our Christian mercy or compassion to one another. We will all be judged at the end of time by Jesus Christ for the decisions we have made in this life. But at the same time, we need to remember about forgiveness, to remember about repentance and reconciliation with one another and with God. So anyways, let's go back to the story of the blind man and today's gospel. Jesus answered the apostles' question by saying this, It was no sin, either of this man or of his parents, Rather, it was to let God's work show forth in them. Wow. Can we please reflect upon what Jesus just said there? Jesus always makes something good happen from the evil of this world. He can always make things right when we human beings mess things up through our sinfulness. See, Jesus knows that we have to take personal responsibility for every action we do in this life. Jesus knows that there are consequences for the actions we do in this world. However, no matter how difficult our life gets, no matter how much violence and crime and illness and disease and death there is in this world, Jesus helps us overcome all of this by the power of his love for us. He is always giving us second chances in life. And this is why we must constantly go to confession. When we mess up, when we sin against God, we are always getting a second chance to repent of that sin and turn our lives back to God, if only we accept God's grace in us. So yes, we are living through some very difficult times in our life. There's war in Ukraine. There have been many negative effects from COVID the last three years. Families and marriages are having a lot more stress. Financially, certain businesses are going bankrupt. Divorce rate is going up. Alcoholism is increasing, etc., etc. Some blame the government for not doing enough. Others blame the government for doing too much. It seems like there is so much negativity in this world right now, and everyone is trying to blame one another for what's happening. Let's all just take a deep breath and wait to see how Jesus can make something good come out of all this negativity. We have to have faith that God hears our prayers. He will help us get through all these things in our life. And He will have good come out of evil. Just as He has done so many times in our human history. So just as Jesus laid no blame upon the blind man, but heal him instead in today's gospel story. Let us not blame one another, but
but ask God to heal us, to heal our relationships, to learn how to trust one another again, to make God's love and forgiveness known throughout the world. Then we can sing. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that have me blind. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. I think I can make it now, the pain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is a rainbow I've been praying for. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Look around, there's nothing but blue sky. Look straight ahead. There's nothing but blue sky. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me gone. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Near the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christos was Christ is risen. Let us all say with our whole soul and our own mind, let us say. Almighty Lord God of our fathers, we pray here us in our mercy. Have mercy on us, O God, in the greatness of compassion. We pray you hear us and have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. We also pray for our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude of patriarchs, for the soul for most women, Paul to Lawrence, for Bishop Michael, for those who serve us in his holy church, for spiritual fathers, and for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We also pray for our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military. We continue to pray for the nation of Ukraine that the Holy Spirit may come down upon the people there and give them peace and harmony. Let us pray to the Lord. Pray for all the mothers this week and are celebrating Mother's Day that they may be blessed with peace, health, and happiness. Let us pray to the Lord. We also pray for the people who are present away to get a bountiful mercies for those who have been kind to us and for Orthodox Christians. Merciful and loving God, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Again and again in peace of the faithful, pray to the Lord. Wisdom, so that always protected by your might, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever.
Christ, King of the Most Holy Universal, Pontiff Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs here at the school, our most reverend Paul, the Lord, for our Bishop Michael, for all the priestly diaconal soldiers, for our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military, for the noble and every great member of the Protestant Holy Church, for all of you Orthodox Christians, always now and forever and ever. Precious gifts that we presented, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy church and for all and through the faith, reverence, and fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Through the mercies of your only begotten Son, with whom you are blessed, again, the most life giving spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Let us love one another so we may be of one mind confessing. The doors, the doors, and wisdom, let us be attentive. Fear, let us be attentive to offer in peace the holy oblation. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, and the Father of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Let us lift up our hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord. This is my body, which is broken for you for the forgiveness of sins. Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. We offer to you yours of your own and behalf of all and for all. We sing of you, we bless you, we 
Amen, Amen, Amen. So that they may be for the communicant sobriety of soul forgiveness of sins, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, for family kingdom, have a conference before you and offer judgment or condemnation. Further, we offer this rational worship of those who have the rest in faith, forefathers, fathers, patriarchs, prophets, apostles, preachers, evangelists, martyrs, confessors, ascetics, for every ritual of finished life and faith. Especially for our most holy Lady Mac, the most blessed and glorious Lady, the Mother of God and ever Virgin Mary. First, we remember our Lord, our most holy, universal Pontiff Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs, with the slow, our most very much Paulton Lawrence, for our Bishop Michael, for the sake of your holy churches, grant them to live in peace, safe, and honor all for many years, and rightly impart the word of your truth. Grant that with one voice and one heart and we glorify and sing the praises of the most honorable gifts in the name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. And may the mercies of a great God and Savior Jesus Christ be with all of you. Have we remembered all the saints again and again? Peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the precious gifts as I've presented and consecrated, let us pray to the Lord. That our loving God who has received them as a spiritual fragrance upon us, holy and mystical altar, may send down on us, returns the divine grace, give the Holy Spirit, let us pray. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy, and protect us, O God, by your grace. That this whole day may be perfectly peaceful and sinless, let us ask the Lord. For an angel of peace, a faithful God, a guardian of our souls and bodies, let us ask the Lord. For the forgiveness and remission of our sins and offenses, let us ask the Lord. For all that is good and beneficial for our souls and for peace for the world, let us ask the Lord. That we may spend the rest of our lives in peace and repentance, let us ask the Lord. For a Christian into our lives, one that is painless and ashamed and peaceful, and for a good defense of the awesome tribunal of Christ, let us ask, O Lord. Having asked for unity of the faith and for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, let us commend ourselves and one another in our whole life to Christ our God. And make us worthy, O Master, with confidence and without condemnation, and dare call you, Heavenly God, Father, and say, the power and the glory of yours, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Mercy, loving kindness, you only begotten Son of whom you are blessed again, the most in the life giving Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. Tend to give to us, your mighty animals, providing precious blood through us to all the people. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. 
Let us be attentive the holy things for the holy. Approach with the fear of God and with faith, Christos Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Christ is risen. Blessed be our God, always now and forever and ever.
And aright, having received the divine, holy, immaculate, immortal, heavenly life giving us mysteries of Christ, let us really give thanks to the Lord. Forever. Help and save our mercy and protect us for God by your grace. Forever. Having asked that this whole day may be perfectly peaceful and sinless, let us commend ourselves and one another in our whole life to Christ our God. We thank you, O Master, lover of my kind of benefactor of our souls and body, uh, that I, even though today you have made us worthy of having immortal mysteries, make straight our path, make us all firm in fear of you, protect our lives, secure our steps, the prayer, supplication, voice, Mother of God, and ever Virgin Mary, and of all your saints. For you are a signification, we give glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Let us go forth in peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Forever. You bless those who bless you, Lord, and sanctify those who trust in you, save your people, and bless you, inheritance, protect the fullness of your church. Sanctify those, love the beauty of your house, and glorify them, be divine power. Do not forsake us through hope in you. Grant peace to your world, to your churches, to the priests, to the nation under God, to our government, to all your people. For all good giving, your perfect gifts around about coming up bound from the view of Father Lights. And we give glory, thanks and worship to you, Father's Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ has risen from the dead, in death by death, and to those in the tomb, giving life. Christ has risen from the O Christ, the God, our hope, glory be to you. So we'll 